0: Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here, trying to help make marriage great again by inspiring, encouraging, challenging, and provoking, spurring on men to fulfill their biblical roles as godly men, as godly husbands, as godly fathers, godly brothers, godly sons, and godly grandparents, godfathers, right? So just trying to get us to stick to what what does god say and really getting to know that i think many of us don't really know what god says we have lots of illusions that we do reading god's word and reading it over and over and listening to it over and over again and you'll start to get a good picture of where you're at with that and that's what we're doing going through hebrews and looking at it verse by verse and we're in chapter 12 so i want to encourage you if you have your bible open that up i don't know that i've actually ever encourage you that much to do that but let's uh, open up our bibles to hebrews chapter 12 you can pause this while you get it and we're going to really look down look at uh, verses 14 through 16 but i want to read it in context so we're going back to verse 12 therefore lift your drooping hands and strengthen your weak knees and make straight paths for your feet so that what is lame may not be put out of joint but rather be healed and now verse 14 strive for peace with everyone and for the holiness without which no one will see the lord see to it that no one fails to obtain the grace of god that no root of bitterness springs up and causes trouble and by it many become defiled that no one is sexually immoral or or unholy like esau who sold his birthright for a single meal now we'll stop there because that gets into a whole other thing and Uh, then into verse 17 and at the end of chapter 12 so some pretty good things here one strive for peace with everyone there's a great verse people like to quote that it is a great verse it's a great thing to want to do strive for peace let's be peaceful people let's be men of peace let's and and try to get along with everyone but it's not meaning just do whatever it takes to get along with everybody right so he there's a caveat here that we see so strive for peace with everyone and for the holiness without which no one will see the lord whoa what's this holiness well getting along peacefully with everyone but being pure and just and right and good and holy so we're not going to go do some of the things that other people are doing because we know it's not right we don't have to um We don't need to condone it. We don't need to okay it. We don't even need to say it's okay. Matter of fact, we can say it's not okay, but it's how we say that. How are we articulating that what someone is doing is hurtful to what we think is best, hurting themselves, hurting others, that it's against the laws of God, that it's not what God has for them. It's not what is best. And then see to it that no one fails to obtain the grace of God. So there's a grace of God in pursuing God. So helping people to pursue God and to obtain that grace and that salvation and that amazing grace. So think about the song Amazing Grace and think about the man who wrote it. His name right now is John Newton. There we go, John Newton, who wrote Amazing Grace. And he he was a... Running a ship that was selling slaves, exporting slaves, and man, God got a hold of him. it changed and completely changed him by God's grace. He was saved by grace, and he would become a part of the movement that would bring about the end of slavery in Great Britain. That's the grace we're talking about, right? So, being holy trying to obtain the grace, making sure that no one else fails to obtain the grace. So think about your own family and how you're leading in that way, and you're helping your family, your wife, your neighbors, others who will respond to your teaching to really obtain the grace of God. That, no bitterness, the root of bitterness springs up and causes trouble, and by it many become defiled. So I really want to look at that and close out with that. It's a reality that at this point they're being persecuted. The church is being persecuted. And if you know someone that has been a turncoat, someone that was, man, they were walking with you, they were praising God with you in your church, and now all of a sudden, man, they are throwing stones at the church. We should not grow bitter toward them. We need to be careful how we think of them, even so that there is no root of bitterness, right? So these people were being persecuted, and maybe even by being persecuted and maybe even to the point of death but in prison and and enslaved by people who used to go to church with him that could cause some bitterness and he's warning that we not allow the bitterness to creep in so it goes back to the you know lift your drooping hands and strengthen your weak knees and make straight paths for your feet so that what is lame may not be put out of joint but rather be healed, strive for peace with everyone and for the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one fails to obtain the grace of God, that no root of bitterness springs up and causes trouble, and by it many become defiled. So we'll get into the next verse the next time, guys. God bless you. Have a great day. Keep your eyes on Jesus, eyes on Jesus, eyes on Jesus.